why e-signatures are helping small businesses at a time when they need it most, this week on Bankadelic. From the studios of Karma Productions Worldwide in Chicago, this is Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic. Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance, where we supply expert views, riff on the news, innovate and investigate, actionable insights, unscripted banking with a caffeine kick. I'm your host, Lou Carlozo, inviting you to sit back, grab a cuppa, kick up your feet. Here we go. Thanks for tuning in to yet another episode of Bankadelic. We are on a roll, aren't we? And we are pleased to have a person who has an entirely different perspective on what's going on with COVID, why it matters to the financial services industry, Michael, Mike Ball. Michael is the Vice President of Markets and Strategy for Rawway, New Jersey-based IMM. Another Jersey guy, Michael. I'm exit four on the turnpike. (laughs) (laughs) Down in Asbury Park, Lou. Oh, no, don't tell me that. I'm a big Springsteen fan. Anyway, back to our show. (laughs) Michael is responsible for company and product brand initiatives, product and market strategies, and also leads the Bank Solutions Division at IMM. Michael has more than 30 years experience in the banking and financial services industry. He's worked for organizations including Chase and the Federal Reserve Bank of Richmond. Over the last decades, he's worked in leadership capacities for high-tech companies such as EMC, Documentum, Legato, and Microsoft SER Synergy and a frequent speaker at key industry events, technology forums, and user conferences. Mike, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Lou. It's a pleasure to be here today. E-signatures. I've always thought they were a must-to-have. Some people would say, maybe a nice-to-have. But more than ever right now, e-signatures would seem to be a must-to-have. Why would that be? What's interesting, Lou, I actually had a conversation with the bank last Thursday And they had been looking at bringing e-signatures in last year and decided that they would defer that decision. They had other, what they deemed to be higher priority projects at the time. And all of a sudden, they called us two weeks ago and wanted to re-engage immediately. And in the conversation that I was having with the gentleman last week, He actually used the terminology, in fact, that's where I kind of have canned this from, that they had at the time thought e-signatures was a nice to have. There's certainly value historically around driving a digital enhanced customer experience to have documents be signed remotely, as well as some back office efficiencies and the downstream processes after those documents get signed. So those are nice gains, but at the time, it didn't feel like it was critical to all organizations. And certainly now with the advent of COVID-19 and our new, what I call our remote-oriented society, not only is it deemed mandatory for reasons of being able to execute documents and continue performing business transactions remotely. But there's also now that personal safety element that many banks are considering imperative to protect the safety of their employees as well as their customers. 
Let's talk about that personal safety element. I want to share that just in the last few months, I've used e-signatures myself. Always felt safer. Why is the personal safety element crucial? And what do banks and financial institutions have to gain by jumping on this? Well, I think the personal safety issue certainly speaks to our social distancing across the country. Interestingly, and many banks that I've spoken with over the last three weeks, they're still having customers make appointments to come in branch and sign documents, whether opening an account or closing a loan, whatever that interaction might be. And many of them have stated to me, we do not want to put our employees or our customers at risk of perhaps infecting one another through this COVID situation. So that safety element seems to be top of mind for everyone. And certainly e-signatures is kind of the saving grace in this time of enabling financial institutions to continue servicing their customers, providing them with those financial services they need in this remote environment that protects everyone. Now you have Quick Start eSign coming online. That's a new program. Tell us a little bit about that and how it works. Yeah, so what we did, Lou, we had so much demand within the first few days of the shelter-in-place orders going out and being rolled out across the country. And banks were contacting us that had been engaged with us over the last year, but again, it wasn't a top priority. And I'm talking dozens at this point. And our normal eSign Enterprise solution is fully interfaced with the business systems that the bank is running. It's also interfaced into their imaging and archive system for an automated archive of completed documents at the end of the transaction. And that entire solution, that platform, can take about 60 days for full implementation. That kind of timeline wasn't going to do anyone a whole lot of good, although we did have banks with us and said, let's get rolling. But a couple of institutions, they said, is there anything that you can do to help us right now? You know, in light of the SBA payroll protection program, many of the banks were looking at how they could get those loan documents signed because they had 10 days to close an approved loan under the program and trying to, again, avoid those interpersonal contacts. They were looking for e-signatures to lead the charge here and help them navigate this challenging situation. So what we did was we came up with an idea to extract a portion of our enterprise platform, the remote signing portion, and enable that in a rapid deployment model where we could have an institution up and running as a stopgap solution in about a 48-hour window. We could have their implementation stood up, have them trained, and allow them to start sending documents out to have them signed remotely and securely, and then return back to the institution. We rolled that out. Actually, we launched it formally about two and a half weeks ago, and the demand has been amazing. We have been 
literally overwhelmed by the amount of requests for institutions looking to get this solution in place ASAP. So you are clearly making a difference and having an impact with the small business owners. What's the encouragement that you would like to share with them and the financial institutions that serve them? Well, it's kind of interesting. At times like this, I think we all step back and take a look at where we are. You know, I like to say my gratitude moments in the morning now are more important to me than they ever have been in my life. And I feel very grateful to be associated with an organization that is going to make a difference out there in the community today. We're not just pitching a technology. We're actually providing a solution that's empowering financial institutions and their customers in this new kind of remote-oriented society. So I'm kind of honored to be able to help our segment of society through this particular time. It's amazing how many small businesses, and IMM is, you know, we're a boutique organization. We're not a 10,000 employee company because we specialize in e-signatures only for financial institutions. So we directly understand the needs of the SBA community or the small business community. And being able to provide this solution to help our banks service those customers and help them get that funding in place to continue their payroll, keep their employees on board, it's really cool to be an enabling part of that ecosystem. Even when we come out of this acute situation, the world is going to be forever changed. And let's face it, e-signatures are going to be a part of that world. Tell us how you believe e-signatures are going to figure in the financial world as we know it from this point on. Yeah, that's an interesting question, Lou. I think many technology executives right now are kind of scratching their head and wondering, how are they going to survive and what's the fallout going to be from the economy and how's that going to impact their business and their customers and their employees? Once again, potentially, we are in a position to help those financial institutions as they re-examine their business continuity and pandemic planning post this COVID-19 situation. Undoubtedly, regulators and examiners are going to be coming back and everyone's going to be looking at what went well, where do we have gaps, what do we need to do to position ourselves differently in the future? And certainly hindsight is a great educator, but I believe that we're going to see the importance of these signatures only increase within the financial ecosystem here post the COVID-19 event. Now, you just mentioned something that really hit me, this idea of gratitude moments. It's the same exact thing I try to do in the morning. What am I thankful for? You are a person of positivity. Where do you see the positives coming out of this? How will financial services be stronger? Well, I certainly have some personal views on what I think is coming out of this on a human society level. And I think that we're going to see that in the financial market space as well. I'll tell you one thing I've noticed, it's very interesting. 
you know, being a software vendor, financial institutions are your customers and they can have certain levels of, let's call it high maintenance or, you know, requirements and looking for certain elements of service. And I've noticed a huge change in people that potentially could have been demanding previously are certainly kinder and gentler right now. I kind of really enjoy that. Everyone seems to be at a different place in how we interact and how we are treating each other with kindness and warmth. And it just feels like a really nice element that's coming out of this. I think that's also going to extend into how the institutions interact with their customers. Everyone seems to be thinking of things in a different way and, you know, service and the human aspect of business that I think we kind of lost over the last few years. I'm seeing that return and I'm hoping that we see that on even a larger level because that certainly would be a nice thing to have out of such a horrible situation. Your hope is contagious. Michael, thank you so much for being on the podcast. You've given me personally a lot to take away. Your gratitude, your positivity are an example we all need to follow. Oh, thank you, Lou. It's a pleasure to share the morning with you. And I wish you and your listeners be safe, be well, and let's take care of each other. Michael, Mike Ball is Vice President of Markets and Strategy for IMM based in Rahway, New Jersey. You can look for him on LinkedIn and check out IMM on Facebook and Twitter. That Twitter handle is at sign I-M-M-E sign. And on Facebook, look for I-M-M-E sign as well. Bankadelic. Sponsored by the William Mills Agency. For close to 40 years, the William Mills Agency has served hundreds of companies that provide a wide range of products and services in the banking, payments, mortgage, credit union, and related markets. The William Mills Agency is the largest provider of PR and marketing services for companies that market to the financial industry. For more information, visit williammills.com. Quantic is the adaptive digital bank that offers entrepreneurs, immigrants, millennials, low-income families, seniors, and others innovative banking products and services which embrace the diversity of circumstances that exist in the lives of customers while elevating their financial strength. For more information, visit QuanticBank.com. That's Q-U-O-N-T-I-C Bank.com. Hey... It's that rock star from Asbury Park, New Jersey. Well, when I'm not performing at uh, some big stadium, this e-signature thing, e, easy, e, effortless, e, e street band. Now, what did y'all learn today? Hey, band, let's let Lou take it from here with three Three bullet bullet points. points. Number one. Interestingly, in many banks that I've spoken with, they're still having customers make appointments to come in branch and sign documents. Many have stated we do not want to put our employees or our customers at risk. 
e-signatures is kind of the saving grace in this remote environment. Number two. The human aspect of business that I think we kind of lost over the last few years. I'm seeing that return and I'm hoping that we see that on even a larger level because that certainly would be a nice thing to have out of such a horrible situation. Number three. I like to say my gratitude moments in the morning now are more important to me than they ever have been in my life. And I feel very grateful to be associated with an organization that is going to make a difference in this new kind of remote-oriented society. And now, lose views. Some say banks have been slow to adopt the kind of technology that fintechs forward. Others say banks are getting it, banks are partnering. Larger banks have had success building. All you have to do is look at Bank of America and what they did with the Erica chatbot. Whether it's e-signatures or other technologies that are currently making a difference in our environment, think about this. Even if it was meant as a short-term measure, a stopgap to help customers, or just a way to facilitate working at home for your staff. What has enhanced your ability to do business? What kind of technologies are you taking on or hope to take on to make things work? They just might be worth keeping on once things return back to normal or the new normal, whatever that may be. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. We hope you join us next time and check back in the weeks ahead as we build our podcast vault. Our producer in Chicago is Jenny Elman. Thanks again to the William Mills Agency for their generous sponsorship. Thanks also to Quantic. I'm Lou Carlozo. You can catch me on LinkedIn. And when I'm all done those Chicago dogs, I'll be linked out. Until next time, so long. Bankadelic is a production of Karma Productions Worldwide, Chicago.